What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode 30 of the Java Talks. Today, we have Alexis Kwan herself. But Alexis, I wanted to talk about digital content creation and social media marketing. How did you get involved in this, this space and what really guides you and pushes you to get more involved in it? I first started with social media marketing actually back my sophomore year at ASU, being a part of the Adidas campus agent team. It was a small group of micro-influencers across all of the NCAA-partnered Adidas campus in the United States. And there were just a few of us on each campus creating activations, social media hacks, and just activations throughout campus to engage students with the brand. And that's really when I fell in love with like social media strategy and especially like influencer campaigns and activations. So since then, I've been working to like increase my knowledge and education in marketing because my degree is not related to marketing super directly, but I've been learning and growing ever since then. What is your degree? (laughs) I'm a political science. Well, I have a political science degree now. Bachelor of Science, heck yeah, with a minor in nonprofit management. At one point, did you know that you wanted to shift from that realm into making yourself this creator, this marketer? I realized early on in my career at ASU as a student that to make a big change in the world, like you need to have a skill to really make yourself an asset to politicians or nonprofits or really businesses. And you need to hone that skill and market or really become that asset for a company before you can start like developing your own ideas and launch them. So I thought that with my experience in social media, I could hone that, turn it into marketing and become like a marketing asset for companies that need it. So Alexis, since I've known you almost two years now, I've always seen you post about food and about restaurants. How did you get into restaurant social media? Well, I actually grew up in a family that owned restaurants. So like my grandparents who came over from China, like opened a bunch of the Chinese restaurants in Phoenix. And the culture of our family kind of revolved around that when I was younger. Like we're always going out to eat and we were always kind of like trying to find community through food and whatnot. And as I got older, really like found that I am passionate about talking about food, recommending food to people like restaurants. I like to be in the know and working in the restaurant industry as well for like four years has really kind of become my niche unexpectedly. And I think that restaurant marketing and restaurant social media specifically is a growing field that is very specific. (laughs) And I really love doing it. And going along with this theme of cooking and with restaurants and food, I, I recently saw that you had a blog. Full disclosure, I was going through your website. It's great. But I was looking through and I saw an article that said, Asian cooking, why cook to connect with myself? I wanted to know where did this article come from and what does cooking mean to you? As I said, like my family kind of comes from sharing experiences over food, like using food to connect with people of different cultures. And I lost my father when I was young. So that is my tie to the Chinese side of my life. And I reconnected with it through watching a bunch of videos of being people just being so proud to like showcase their dumpling making skills or like eat these foods that I grew up eating and people didn't know about until recently-ish, I guess, or the public wasn't really super interested in until the past couple of years where Asian fusion like really 
started becoming popular. And so I think that by learning and teaching myself how to cook the recipes that I grew up literally eating, I just was able to think about like the people behind me, like my family and realize that it's a part of me, even if I'm not super connected in the community anymore. But I want to do a full 180 and jump to a a kind of current topic that I've seen you be be very outspoken about. One of the most outspoken on my feed is COVID-19. Yeah. Arizona is really, I've lived here my whole life and I am just shocked by the people and governing officials attitudes towards this disease. And I have a lot to say about it. It is something that can't really be ignored, even though people kind of want to ignore it. And I just have kind of gotten to the point with my own content and social media that I want to be starting those conversations online and continuing them offline and advocating for people to learn. So I've really taken a, taken that on myself the past couple months, getting people's insights to it and trying to understand where other people are coming from and develop my own perspective on it. How, how do you feel about the general general response right now? Like, do you see people like responding well? I, I, I feel like I know what you're going to say, but I want to ask. So I would say that my specific audience and friends are like-minded in that we are staying home as much as possible and wearing our masks and thinking beyond ourselves and beyond the people who are directly around us to understand that this virus can spread to people who are more prone to autoimmune diseases older like and they might at this point where Arizona is at like might not be able to get treatment for COVID and it could it would fall on us if we're spreading it around. I would say that outside of my own audience, that there is still people I see at the grocery store without their masks on. And I'm just like confused. Like it is now a mandate to wear your, like wear your mask and no one's enforcing that really. I haven't seen anything about people enforcing it. It's frustrating seeing people who A, don't believe in the virus or B, don't care about the virus affecting them. And to me, it shows just a lack of empathy for other people. And I want to take it a little bit broader. And how do you use your content, your so, your, your content creation to promote advocacy, to promote these social causes? Yeah, I think that, so my niche that I'm finding myself in is like, I want to talk about food, but there's more, like, I can't just talk about food because politics and Social justice and activism are very much part of my life. I like to be civically engaged. And I think that there's a really cool like crossroads that comes between the two of them where you can tell the stories of the people behind the food and the policies that are surrounding restaurants and especially during the time of COVID, like regulations, health, safety, and supporting people in the industry. So I think that's really where I'm kind of focusing right now. Like it's hard because it's also still my personal account on Instagram and I want to incorporate like fun images and photos that I take, but like really where I get passionate is food activism. What's in between, where do they meet and where can I do the most research and make the most impact 
to voice. Alexis, this is the last question. What is your dream project? In an ideal world, like all you have, whatever resources, what would you want to do? Hmm. I'm going to start this by saying like my dream job is some kind of Anthony Bourdain meets social activist and revolutionary. (laughs) I think that I eventually want to start a, like I would love to work in food media, talking about food through travel and the social and economic effects of food and the history of it. If I could spend my life creating a project, it would be that exactly, like a media online and print talking about new current events in relation to the food and culture around it. That's the first time I've like put that into words or said it out loud. And it is like a very broad idea, but that's why it's my dream project. Because it's like just in the ideation phase. But Alexis, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's great getting to talk with you. I always love chatting with you, RJ. So thank you for having me.